Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Today, I am super, super honored to have a real badass with me. Uh, I've got Mr. Matthew Burton and Josh Davies with me today. Uh, Matthew has had a hell of a story I followed on social media for a long time. Uh, definition of a badass and the picture in the dictionary should have you. You, uh, you, you've been, you've been you've been through a lot, and uh, I'm I'm excited to hear your story a little bit more than I've heard it before, and uh, I think this is going to be a good one. Um, before we get started, though, Matthew, why don't you tell everybody real fast where they can find you on uh, social media, on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. On Facebook, you can find me at uh, Matthew Burton, just my full name. On Instagram, it's Super Saiyan Soldier S U P A. S-A-I-Y-A-N. You're going to have to spell that again for my listeners. <laughs> and say it again, too, because uh, <laughs> I can't even say it. Super Saiyan so Soldier. S-U-P-A-S-A-I-Y-A-N Soldier. And then also my YouTube channel has a, uh, a Instagram page, too. Saiyan Soldier Project. So S A. I-Y-A-N Soldier Project. I'm working on a YouTube series about my life. So there's a build up on the Instagram page there. So y'all check it out. Follow me. Hope y'all enjoy it. Oh, they will. They Once they get to know you, dude, they're going to definitely. And Josh, how about yours? What's your uh, social media? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Alan Davies 55 I'm also on Facebook, uh, Joshua Davies. Uh, yeah, look me up. All right. Well, oh, by the way, my name has two T's in it. Just so two T's. Yeah, M A T T H E W. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna just go ahead and dive on in here, Matthew. Uh, Matthew was uh, you have cerebral palsy. Yes, sir. Um, when were you first diagnosed with cerebral palsy, and how did that start off? From from my telling of it from my parents, it was uh, three months old. They discovered that uh, I wasn't able to sit up straight all the way I was talking early but they noticed something was wrong so about three months old I got diagnosed with a uh, cerebral palsy which is a neurological disorder that affects the body physically and sometimes mentally it's a whole big broad spectrum but they noticed that and when they when I got diagnosed I was told that I would never walk so and now he fights MMA folks yeah, so I tell my mom all the time, I'm like, I wish I could go back and look at that doctor and laugh in his face. I wish, we, we should find him. <laughs> I wish I could. I, I would, I would pay. You know, I get to meet a lot of people. Uh, and the trials that you've went through and the obstacles you've had to overcome. Right. right. Dude, you're badass. I appreciate it, man. I mean, so that all comes from my upbringing man I tell us a little bit about that well like I said they um they found that out when I was three months old and so after years and years and years of uh, therapy physical therapy and occupational therapy trying to get my body moving I actually started walking sorry that was my phone no but, you're um, fine uh, it's okay but um yeah so after months and months and years of physical therapy I actually started walking with a walker and so from that it was walking with a walker and 
I can't even. I can tell you the total number of surgeries I've had, but. How many surgeries have you had? I've had nine. Nine? Yes. Like major surgeries? Yes. Yeah. What? So. Where where have you had surgery on your body? Um, My back, spinal, it was actually spinal cord surgery to lengthen my hamstrings. So that was the first major one. Um, There's my hips, which was. That one was the worst one. If you want me to elaborate on that one, I will. I want you to go in depth to every one I, of them as much as you can. I will, with the with the with the hip surgery. That one I'll explain that one in more detail. But let's see. There was hips, hamstrings, feet, um, my eye. Because I have your eye. Yeah, I have a little bit of a lazy eye, so there was that one. But that one's not as major as the other ones. But I still count it because. It's still a surgery not still a kid so but those are all the all the major ones that I can remember a lot of them a lot of them were multiple surgeries done at once so and how old were you when you had to go through or is it like a was it all within a year or two that you had these surgeries or was it over a period no, they of time were, they were all spread out over a period of time the the um Back, the one on my back was when I was real young. Mm -hmm. I don't even, I don't even remember. Now we went to high school together, right? You were. What year did you graduate? I graduated '09. I was supposed okay. To I was I'm '06, so you were right. a freshman when I was a senior. I remember right. you had uh, what was the you had the, I don't know the the name for them. The, oh, the walking canes. Walking yeah, canes. Yeah, the long string crutches. Yeah, I had those. Yeah. How long did you have to use? The walking canes or the what do you say walker the walker see so when i first started walking it was the walker which was from from my memory i would say about from when i was three up until i was maybe seven okay six seven somewhere around there and then Seven, I got I got on the crutches and I've used those. I had used those ever since, and the, how I got off of those is actually thanks to my MMA career, and I'll explain that a little bit. Oh yeah, I can't wait for us to get that but, uh, in a few minutes. But yeah, so it's been a myriad of things, and then bouncing back and forth from walking to wheelchairs, and it's like so it's been a whole lot. It's now, <laughs> how was that in school? from having to deal with those issues in school and just kind of what was your you know early childhood days like hmm. yeah well originally i'm not originally from here by the way I where are you originally from alaska if you can believe alaska it. yeah how the hell oh your family's in the military yeah yep both my parents were stationed in alaska like they went from dc to alaska and then they ended up having me in Seattle because they didn't have a I don't think that uh they had a children's hospital in Alaska that could fit my needs because I was born prematurely hence the CP so they ended up having me in Seattle and then we lived in Alaska till I was about seven and then came here because my mom's family was from here okay so so yeah growing up was it was like any other normal family I would say, like, 
like I said, my upbringing has a lot of lot to do with where I get my mentality from because both my parents were in the military, so they instilled that military mindset into me. That's you know? why you're so damn tough. Yeah, that's for real. that's where it comes for real. from. Like, man, I have so much respect for the military. And oh, so much yes, sir. For them because I I saw I see a little bit of what they I saw it when I was little, but now I have cousins that serve, so like I see it now, and it's like, man. I can't thank y'all enough. Like every, every time I every time I get the opportunity to just say thank you, I'm going to. And anybody that has a problem with that, like, too bad. They can kiss our ass yeah, on this show. Real. I promise you. Yeah, uh, I brought, yeah, I promise you that. You won't you won't get any complaints about that. Yeah. But, um, uh, now, going to school, I imagine someone who deals with CP or a handicap. I imagine school life wasn't the easiest. Uh, how was yours? I mean, if it was, I, I don't know what it would have been like for me. So I, I'm just curious in your shoes, how was school? It was school was relatively normal for me. I mean, yeah, I I definitely dealt dealt with bullying. I'm not gonna say I didn't because I'd be lying if I did. I did, but I have this innate ability to let it just roll, <laughs> for the most part. Like, unless like unless it goes too far. Like, so I was just like, okay, yeah, people are going to talk about me, whatever. I know I'm different. It's, it is what it is. Like, I don't really care. But I also surrounded myself with great people that, like, had my back if I needed it. Oh, I would have busted someone's ass for you. Yeah. Like, in a heartbeat. And see, there, I've, I surrounded myself with people like that because, yeah. and, like, people people that I knew I could trust, you know, that I felt real comfortable with. And the, the, the weird thing is I got along with everybody. I've never I, heard of anybody say a negative thing about you. It's just always, it's usually how nice and kind you are. They don't know me all that well. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, let's just throw that out there. But yeah, I I got along with I got along with the jocks. I got along with the nerds. I got along with the, the emo kids. Like I was hanging around with everybody, so like I didn't really have too many problems. Like, there there was one day that I did stand up for myself, and I think I actually gained a lot of respect for that. Like... What we, happened? Um... If you don't mind talking about it. Yeah, no problem. I won't mention his name, but uh, one of my friends, because it's funny, because we're actually still cool to this day, but I fell. Like, we took one of our standardized tests, and I'm not a great test taker. And it was math, and I hate math. So I can't even spell math. Join the club. <laughs> right. Like I I was like super stressed out. We finally got done with it. So we all you know, when you do the standardized test, you you get to take a longer break. So we're all outside and I fall. And one of my friends comes over, thought it would be funny. I hate to do this, but he was black, I'm black, whatever. For some reason, I don't know why. It, it was funny to me though. It's funny to me now, but back then it was, it really pissed me off. But anyway, so I fall and he gets in my face while I'm on the ground and goes, black man down, black man down. And at that moment, I jumped up and was like, all right. So now I gotta go handle my business. So like, I went over and I hit him in the chest as hard as I could and everybody freaked out. And like- They probably didn't know what to do. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I say too. But like like I say, man, it that was the moment where I was like, okay, that was too far. How old were you when that happened? Seventh, just, just guess. Seventh grade, so 
13, maybe 12, 13. Now, were you doing any type of uh, physical activities, any sports or anything yet? No, because I couldn't. They wouldn't let me. Did you ever want, like, when you say, because once I told you before we started, I don't have a good understanding of what, what, what all you've been through. So, is it where they just wouldn't allow you to even try to do anything? Because well, you're, you're like kind of the reason why wrestling even started in Dodge County, right? Yes, sir. And we'll get we'll get to that. Okay, but, that's what that's what I'm trying to build up to right, here. Is right. I wanted to know if you were doing anything prior to that. Well, let's see. I I wanted to be a football manager, which I ended up doing in high school, as you know. Um, I remember you on the sidelines. Yeah, that was fun. You gave me water several times. I miss the I miss those days. I <laughs> don't. I I, I, miss, I miss the days of being the commodity of it. Yeah. I no, no, I, I, I that guess. I agree with you. Yeah. I miss the brotherhood of it. I, I I don't miss being out there on the field though. Hot, too hot. <laughs> now that I think about it, but I wanted to do that at first. And the coach told me I don't even remember who the coach was at the time. Uh, I've been Greg Robertson. I'm talking about the middle for middle school. Oh, middle school yeah. it would have been Coach Adler. Yeah, that was him. So he told me to go get a note from my mom and my doctor saying I could do it. I did. Then I took him the note and he was like, "Well, I don't know if we can use you." So I was like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Went on to tryout for soccer. <laughs> I sucked at soccer. <laughs> you ain't the only one. That that, <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't anything to do with my disability. That was that had to do with my ability to play. I sucked. Oh well. I don't mean to cut you off, but do you know what just a positive ass outlook you have on life, given the stuff that you've been given? I mean, the way you can make a joke like that, I I, I just <laughs> I admire the shit out of it, dude. It, You're a fucking bad. It, it comes with a lot of experience, trust me, and it also comes from, like I said, my family, oh. like being who they were. Like I'll I'll explain on that a little bit more too, but going. Like so, from going from soccer, I'm like, okay, I gotta do something. Cause growing up, I played basketball with my dad. Played, I played t-ball in Alaska. So like, I know I, my dad was a referee for the rec department in Alaska. So he was involved in all the sports. So I was like, man, that's so cool that he gets to do that. So I was trying to figure out which one was gonna be my sport that I could bond with my dad over. Cause my dad. He was my hero, like he was my best friend. He was my, you know, he was my Superman. So like, so like, I'm like, man, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna bond with him over. It's crazy now that I think about it because one of the first boxing lessons I got was from him. So, but um, I tried to, I was trying to figure out what my niche was that we could bond over with sports. Never found it in middle school and before he passed, I didn't find it, but. When did he pass? He passed in 2002 when I was 12. Sorry, brother. It's it's all good, man. I mean, I'm I carry him with me. I have a tattoo on my back that says "My angels fly with me." You want to hear something incredibly funny? What's that? I mean, you are connected. And I know we are. My nanny died. That was like my favorite person ever since my daughter mm-hmm. passed away in 01. And I've got her angel on my side because I always wanted her. The angel that's on her mausoleum is on my side because I always wanted her next to me. Nice. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. I, I, I say I take him with me everywhere. 
and I look just like him, so I can't really? escape him. Yeah. <laughs> like I look in the mirror sometimes and it scares me, cause of how much I look like him. Yeah. I like I look exactly like. Him. But um, so I didn't find it then. So from there it was like, okay, what am I gonna do? I get to high school and I'm like, I gotta do something. Plus, dude, I was fat. I don't okay. remember you being fat. Exactly. That's the point. I was <laughs> I was fat. Like, cause see, all right. So let me elaborate on that hip surgery. Because that was the major. That is the the first one that I remember that had the most impact on me, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because what happened was the way that I walk throws my hips out. So what happened was the ball, your hip, and your um. Your hip and your leg are connected by a socket. So the ball of my hip was hanging out of the socket like that. This is the ball of my hip, this is the socket. It's hanging out like that. So they had to push it back in. And with that surgery, I was in a half cast from the waist down with a bar in between my legs, and I was laid up for six months. Oof. I lay I had to lay like that for six months. So how old were you? Right out of fifth grade, so... When's the last time you had a surgery? I was 19. Yeah, 19, I think. 18 or 19. 18, 18, yeah. So, but, so within that six months, I got fat. And on top of that, I was in a wheelchair after the surgery trying to you know because i couldn't walk fully so i was confined to a wheelchair for a very long time and all my weight was like in my face and i look at i go back and i look at pictures and i'm like dude never again <laughs> like no i imagine not because you're a beast now yeah i, I mean for, i try how, how what do you weigh uh 156 you are a, a built 156, though. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of liking it. I kind of call myself a tank. <laughs> no, like, you look, you look like, like a tank. I'm you like, look like one. I'm, like, small and compact, but I'm also built, so, like, I kind of like it. You're built to hurt people. Yeah. That's what you look like. That's, that tank would be a good representative yeah. of that. Yeah, so, like, but, so, like, I look at the pictures, and I'm like, man, I got to, but going back to high school, talking about how I got into the, the football thing. I was like, man, what am I gonna do? I had a bunch of friends on the football team. I had a bunch of friends that were cheerleaders. And I'm like, and then I saw some kids out there wearing jerseys, but they weren't playing. I'm like, I wonder how they got to do that. So then I started asking around and trying to figure it out. Next thing I know, next season, after my freshman year, I end up on the sidelines. Go from that, and like you say, like you remember, I was hype. I felt like the hype man for the team. I remember you being the hype man. Because every, every game, like, I, it brought the energy out of me, man. It brought that competitive. I'm competitive as it is. I've been competitive forever, but, like, that really sparked it. Like, I haven't lost it since then. Because being out there on Friday nights with those boys and, like, like that energy, you can't beat it. So, like... Me running up and down the field is actually how I lost all that weight. That's cool, dude. Before, before I got into fitness. And that's another thing I need to talk about is because after that, like, 
after figuring that out, I'm like, okay, so once football season in, what am I going to do then? Because I don't want to do basketball because I'm not really a basketball fan anymore. Because, like, my dad, basketball was one of his big sports. So, like, I kind of lost the love for it after he died. Yeah. So, like, I was like, I don't want to do basketball. And I'm like, hmm, Dodge County doesn't have a wrestling team. I've always wanted yeah, to Yeah, this wrestling. is what I'm super interested in. Yeah. <laughs> But, but before we get into that, because uh, Josh hasn't got a chance to speak much, how did y'all end up uh, becoming buddies? Because every time I've ever been around Matthew, you've been around. Well, that's actually the funny thing, because we actually got became friends during wrestling. Oh, perfect segue. Yeah. See, you didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I missed the, uh, I was a sophomore, and I heard about the wrestling team getting started up. And I, was, I was like, oh, I want to do something like that, something, some kind of combat um, sport, something like that, something physical like that. Uh, but I missed the, the entry of... Uh, um, um, opening for that for that season, but I, was, I told the coach that I'm signing this time next year, and I ended up doing it uh, my junior and senior year, uh, and uh, got me. It definitely got me in shape and got me, um, you know, into the into you know, being athletic and getting and getting me uh, just um, like to just enjoy and yeah, out of my comfort zone, enjoying like the combat sports like that. Yeah, see, yeah. I think I would have quit football if they if they'd have had it. My freshman year, I don't think I ever played football. Do, do you know how many wrestlers play football and how much it benefits football players? Ray Lewis, Julio Jones. Julio Jones says he can get off the line because he knows how to. He knew how to wrestle. Yeah. He was a state champion in South Carolina. He said, oh, I didn't know he, that. He can move. He's like, I can move people off the line because I wrestle. That's cool. Like yeah. so. So how did you go about? since there wasn't a wrestling team because it, this is a story i'm super interested in because uh everybody i've talked to that has anything to do with dodge county wrestling your name's kind of you're a legend there now yeah i i, I if you want to call it that, got, we'll, we'll call I'll, you the godfather of dodge county wrestling i think that's okay I'll, t I'll take that i'll take that um yeah so what happened was i was i was sitting at home thinking one day i'm like i've always been a wrestling fan WWE wrestling. Like, oh yeah, I've, yeah. I've been a I've been a huge fan. I gotta I was, get a picture with you holding the belt before I leave. Then oh for sure, <laughs> <laughs> and throwing up the too sweet. You know, oh we'll do it. We'll, got, we'll get I a picture of that it. for you, Lee. I gotta do it, but um, yeah, I kind of intertwined too sweet into my vocabulary now, so it's like oh, it's okay. It's I, okay. I fit it in whenever I can. <laughs> Me too. Every chance I get, you can ask him. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably sick of me saying it by now. Well, it's actually pretty motivating after finishing a workout. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll throw it out there after workouts and be like, yeah, too sweet. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. Um, so I was always a wrestling fan growing up. That was like me and my dad's thing. And then I don't even remember how I got on the, sub the topic of amateur wrestling. I think what happened was... I was like, all right, so Dodge County doesn't have a wrestling team. I know it's not going to be WWE because I know it's, you know, stage. I think what happened was I started watching MMA, and I realized that, you know, wrestling is the best base for MMA. And I'm like, man, if Dodge County had a wrestling team, I would do it, and I would, like, that would be fun, and that would be the opportunity for me to compete. And I'm like, so, I'm like, how do I go about doing it? You know how our school is. Sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes they sometimes they don't want to embrace different things and all that. So I'm like, all right, how do I do this? So I, I talked to my mom about it, and I'm like, you know what? What if I did a petition 
and got everybody I knew to sign it and then took it to them and see what they said. So my mom printed out, I don't even know, probably like 300 petition papers for us. So the next day I, like, I took them to school and I divided them between me and like three other of my friends. And you know how we had um, four different lunch periods? Yeah. So by lunch, they had all of their sheets filled. That's cool. So like, I was like, I'm not even gonna wait. I was like, yo, I need to go talk to the principal. So one of my teachers let me go talk to her. And I was like, is it okay if we petition because I wanna get a wrestling team started. She said, all you had to do was come talk to me because I want to wrestle on the team too. There's no way they could have told you no. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> see, that was. There, there's no way that they could have told you no. Right. I was. See, that was my thing because I was like, if she says no, then I'm gonna be prepared to fight it because I want this to happen. All you'd had to do is take that shit to Channel 13. Right. And it'd been over with. There'd have been a. You would have had Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> right. <the next> right. <laughs> Shout out to 13 too, by the way, because they did um my senior year. They did a little piece on. I remember that. Years. I I remember that. I wish I could find it so I could put it in my YouTube show but I it's, it's I, not on YouTube anywhere I, I can't find it I've got some friends there cool I've got some friends at 13 I'll ask them though I would if they keep any like uh cause it was, I don't know what all they keep it was over they 10 they some archives I, I would think they would have archives it it's, it's been over 10 years so I don't know if they have it now so but if they do that would be great so I would appreciate that but anyway um yeah so she she was like yeah all you had to do was come talk to me so and then I was cool with the athletic director because he was the head football coach, me being a manager. So I took him the petitions and was like, here's what we got, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, let me see what I can do. So like I hounded him and hounded him and hounded him. And this was Campbell. Oh, Coach Campbell. I, see, I never got to meet Coach yeah, Campbell. This was Campbell. He, uh, I hounded him and hounded him and hounded him. And so like we finally got things rolling and then Lo and behold, like I talked to our principal again and I'm like, you know, I think if we find a coach, everything else will fall in place. Dude. Lo and behold, we had one sitting right under our noses and we didn't even know it at the time. Who? Coach Greer. Coach Greer. See, I, I never got to meet Coach Greer. Oh, man. <sighs> Sergeant Major Greer. Dude. Oh, no. Uh, JROTC guy. Yep. Yeah. Right? One okay, I didn't, I didn't know that. Not mm -hmm. Tom, his brother. Okay. Steve. Okay, see, I don't know if I ever got to meet him. Yeah, he... Man, I've I've said it. Everybody that's ever talked to me knows. Without Coach Steve Greer, there would be no Matthew Burton doing MMA or wrestling, for that matter. Because he he took my dream and turned it into a freaking storm of what it is now. Do you know how damn cool that is? Like to put it in perspective, what was it? Your sophomore year or junior year that that started? It was the end of my sophomore year. We did the first wrestling. All right, camp. so that's two thousand seven. Yes. Okay. Dodge County High School has been open since what the fifties or forties at least. At least, yes. Now, how long has wrestling been around since Greek Roman times yeah. or whatever? Yeah. 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 So Dodge County High School for sixty years didn't have it right. until Matthew Burton decided that he wanted wrestling, and all these other counties had. Prominent West Lawrence is one of the best programs. wrestling you, programs. Have you ever sat there and thought of the impact that you have had on other people just because you got wrestling started? Think about all the good that it did for you. You have affected all those other kids that come through that door now 
because you're the one who started it. Glory to Godfather of Wrestling. That's why I still go back, man. I love seeing it. Like, I try to, like, when I go back, I help where I can, but I also try to just stay out the way and let them have their moment and, like, not step on it. Cause, like, oh, they, be, they should kiss your ass. No. Nah, the second man. you, well, there's gratitude. Yes. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, I say kiss your tail, but it's really gratitude. It's, dude, you, you've got something that is just like this passion. Yeah, I, sure. I hate to see what happens when you get an idea in your head. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I hate to see because I about bet you're just like me. You don't stop until you completely fail or it does what you want it to do. Yep, you're exactly right. And I'm, I own that to the fullest. And that is because I've been, matter of fact, here, this is what it was. The last words my dad ever said to me was Matthew I want you to promise me something always he said never give up and always keep your head up at the time I didn't know what he meant because I didn't realize that was going to be his last words to me. so when he said it I'm like yeah of course why wouldn't I you know a couple hours later he passes away so like you got that tattooed on you somewhere don't you uh Actually, no. It's actually on these dog tags that I had made. You let me know when you want that tattooed on you. Me and you go get one together. Hell yeah. Because I want another tattoo. I'll get, I, I've got it. It's on me. I, th- I think you need that on you somewhere. I've, I've wanted it, but then I'm like, do I? Because I carry it with me. Like, I'll Actually, you know what? I already know what I want to do. Because I, I already said I was going to do it. I'm going to get my mom and dad's dog tags on this arm. Like with their names and stuff and that phrase on it and under it I want uh above it I want it to say family and under it I want it to say soldiers man you gonna make me fucking cry so like we but mm. that's what that's what that was was that drive comes it comes from that but it's also it also comes from him teach both my parents teaching me that so we but the thing with wrestling is like Man, I go back there and I'm like, I just want to, like, I just want to watch the next generation bring it up, you know. All those kids that come after, it's like, my singlet's hanging up in the in the gym, so I don't, I really don't need nothing else. My name's already on the wall, my singlet's in the gym, like, I'm good. I go, I go there, I go there and practice sometimes just because I want to remember what it feels like, you know. Just to just to keep that greediness. I, I, I remember because I there was a there's like a nostalgia thing to it. There was a bunch yeah, of us played yeah. baseball together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If any of the baseball coaches are listening, I'm gonna get in trouble. Well, I won't. It's, I'm pretty sure a statue of limitations just yeah. ran out yeah. on this. Right, right, right. But after we graduated, mm-hmm. we always used to go back and drink some beer on the baseball field like, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And it, it got to the point to where we started playing wiffle ball games, out here drinking, mm-hmm. and then wiffle ball games yeah. turned into. Oh, let's actually take some BP. Yeah. yeah. Now we, but it's something about going back to where yeah. it's still like that. It's, it's still pure at that point, you know. Yeah, the, that energy's still there. Yeah. Uh, I went to uh, I went to Georgia State for, uh, to finish my degree, and uh, we I'll go back on during the summer and go back to the uh, wrestling gym, and we will work out there. That's actually where that's actually where our true friendship started to bond. Yeah, y'all look close. Yeah, we are. And the funny thing about it is, he we say we met during wrestling, but we actually met before that. Oh yeah, because <laughs> because we're actually cousins by marriage. Okay. So we we were at this summer camp that our aunt was doing. 
that our aunt was doing, and we were standing right beside each other. Right. We kind of introduced each other, but it, you're a kid back then, you know? You're oh, like yeah. 10, 11. You're, you're in with this kid you don't know, so you kind of just blow it off, you know? Yeah. Hey, so, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Uh, standing right next to each other, you know, and just kind of... Then he shows up on the wrestling team, and it's like, okay. You're going to hate me for saying this, but oh, you know no. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true. Josh did not have an ounce of athletic I ability. I did not. No, nothing. So... So all of us were like, man, this is going to be rough for him. And it was. Like, it's it's going to be rough for him. And I'm like, all right. Then I realized who he was, and I'm like, oh, we family. Can't let him fail. <laughs> like, So I'm like, all right. So I kind of stuck by him, you know, and helped him out as much as I could. And then after I graduated, he, you know, he was part of the team that was still there. He was part of, he became, like, one of the leaders, so, like, I kind of stuck by him because I was helping Coach Greer coach back then. So, Josh, what what was it like from your point of view and the other wrestlers' point of view when you see Matthew that has his handicap but is working his ass off? Like he's putting in time, he's putting in the work, he's got mm -hmm. that drive. That has to just light a fire in you that that it's, it's got to be something that you can't. You can't buy, you can't put probably words to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a kick in the pants. It's like, you know, you're looking out, you're thinking of your own, like, limitations, and, and you have all this kind of doubt in your head, and you're, like, have, you're having, like, oh, God, i got to keep pushing myself, keep pushing myself. And then you see him, you know, doing what he doing what he does, you know, keep pushing no matter what's going on. He's got more weight to carry than you do. So you're like, okay, well, I need to keep on going. I need to kind of put, I need to push myself to my own limits. And that's what I think a lot of us took from you know, be on the team with him, and, or uh, being, or even after he he left, you know. I, I just think you're a huge motivating factor. I appreciate that. I, I, I do, and I mean that with the most due respect, because you have people in this world that, you know, they we, well, professional athletes. We'll just call them out on this one. You got professional athletes now; they'll stump their toe and they won't play. Yep. Mm. They'll they'll break a finger and they won't play. Yep. Right. But you were, you know, you weren't given the best cards in life, right. and you grind, son. You, you 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 grind, and I would if I would, I would imagine that everybody on that team just has a, will always have a special place in their heart for you. You, you want to hear a funny story? I always do. All right, so all right, so senior it was either junior or senior year. I can't remember, but like I said, I'm competitive. I go to Coach Greer and I'm like, I'm losing because I lost all of my wrestling. Match. 33 wrestling matches. Lost them all. Because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what it was going to take, but I was just going out there and doing it and trying to give it my best, right? So I go to Coach Greer. I don't like to lose. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm done. I go to Coach Greer. I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this. I'm letting the team down. I'm letting the team down because when you, in tournaments as a wrestler, your team gets points for every win you get. So if you lose a match, your team loses points. So I'm like, damn, I'm letting the team down by losing. I'm not helping us. I'm not getting any better because I'm getting my ass kicked every week, every match. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Coach Greer looks at me and goes, so he's like, Matt, you realize you have a varsity spot, right? I said, yes, sir. He goes, you realize you're our only 135er, right? I said, yes, sir. 
He goes, dude, you don't even understand. He goes, you being in that room and on those mats, it's like, it's bigger than you. He goes, I didn't give you that varsity spot. God put you in that spot for a reason. It's bigger than you. So I'm like, all right, let me think about it, you know, because I'm like, you're right. So I don't know how it got out to the team, but somebody told them that I was planning on quitting. Oh. And they was like, you what? So. They wouldn't let you, would I, they? No, they would not. I They literally held me down and pink, bill, <laughs> and pink billied me until I said I was going to stay on. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, fine. So I stayed on. It's kind of, it's kind of become our, but kind of become our ritual thing that we. I, I think Coach Greer probably said it best. So what you just said, it was, uh, you're bigger than that. Yeah. Like, you, I could definitely see, and I, I would have been fine losing every tournament with you out there competing. I think. I don't think I'd have ever cared because I think it's more than that. I, I think, and I think that's where he was at because he. He saw it too. Like he said, he said it in the thirteen interview. He was like, "Man, he's taught me lessons that you ever ever quit." I mean, we've been doing this for thirty-seven minutes, and you've done it to me already. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm telling you. But man, it's it. I say all this like it is easy. It's not, dude. When we when we get to talking about the MMA stuff, I'll tell you like all that stuff. How how that's affected me so far. Well, let, let's go ahead and roll into that. Because after high school, that's what you went into, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I. So, this is how that started. So, after high school, I'm like, all I got is wrestling and football. What am I going to do? Like, okay, I'm athletic. I'm, I'm, I'm physical. I like being physical. I'm not cut out for a desk job. One. Two. I'm... <sighs> I'm gonna. I'm not gonna work somewhere, or I'm not gonna do something that doesn't make me happy. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm like, I'm about to graduate. I don't know what I want to do. Started watching The Ultimate Fighter because I've always been into martial arts as a kid, you know. Because I'm a '90s kid. I grew up with Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers Absolutely. and all that, yep. you know. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. You're obsessed that, with that, ain't you? <laughs> that's where your name comes Bruh. from with yeah. all your stuff, right? Yeah, the Saiyan soldier. Yeah, that's kind of that's my tribute to Dragon Ball Z and my family, as because they're soldiers, you know. Because yeah. my dad used to call me his soldier, so I'm like, all right, well, I, f I feel like I train like a Saiyan, and I'll explain why I I um identify with Dragon Ball so Dragon Ball Z so much, but um. So yeah, I kind of combined the two and took that into my name, saying so. Oh, yeah. Cause like, cause <clears throat> all right, but I'm like, man, what am I gonna do? So I'm like, okay, I watched the Ultimate Fighter. Cause I at first I thought it was a, um, I thought it was a martial arts movie. Turns out it's this reality show about these guys that fight in the cage, and they're trying to get into the biggest organization in the world, and somehow they happen to be. There happened to be a marathon on. So I watched the entire season in like one day. In like freaking eight hours or something like that. <laughs> I don't even remember. But I was like, yo, I, I think I might want to do this. And I'm like, I, I don't know how. I don't know where. But I think I might want to do this. So me and my best friend, Daniel, shout out to him. He's in California now. But we, uh, one day... We just put on the gloves, like, and this is bad. This is really, really bad. 
don't do this at home if you're trying to get in the internet. <laughs> so, <laughs> what we did, I bought a pair of gel hand wraps, the Everlast hand wraps that, yeah. you're, su- that you're supposed to use on a bag. And I had a pair of weightlifting gloves, and I handed him the hand wraps, and I put on the weightlifting gloves because I was like, no, I put on the hand wraps because I'm like, I'm probably going to hit him harder than he hits me. And so I was like, we got to try this. So we we moved the table in my mom's house in the living room, and we decided we was going to try it just, see, just to see where we at because he had tried a little bit of wrestling with me. He, he didn't like it as much, but... um. So we decided we was gonna try MMA because we were gonna go in. The thing was, we weren't gonna go into the WWE together. Like that was our thing. We were gonna, we were gonna try to become WWE superstars together. Come to find out, I can't run the ropes in the WWE. I can't run the ropes in a wrestling ring. So I'm like, all right, what's next? But anyway, um, so we put on the gloves and we just go at it for like 15 minutes straight, just beating the crap out of each other. Like, I hit him so damn hard, dude. I hit him square in the nose, like, the first punch. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. He goes, man, what you saying? You sorry for we fighting. I'm like, you right. So, like, I took him <laughs> down. And we end up, like, going at it for, like, 15 minutes straight. And after we got done, we're sitting there dead tired. And we just look at each other. And I'm like, we're like, we got to do that again. We got to do that again. So, like, that's how it got started. And I'm like. When did you start taking classes after that? Or where did you start off at? Funny story. I started out in the wrestling gym. Just going yourself? Yeah. Me and some friends that I went to school with that followed MMA and that was on the wrestling team with me. We knew we could use the wrestling gym for practice. So, like, one of of my friends uh, followed MMA. He followed it hardcore because his dad followed it hardcore. So, he started teaching me things. Shout out to Skylar if he ever hears this. I don't know if he ever will, but... Shout out to Skylar. But uh, he started teaching me, like, about triangles and jujitsu stuff that I never, you know, that I didn't really understand. And then from there it was, okay, what am I going to do? Like, how do I figure this out? So it became, honestly, me just watching and playing the video games is how I kind of figured it out. (laughs) So when when you're in the gym practicing, are y'all throwing hands or is it just holds? Um, it depends on what the day is. If it's if it's a striking day, then yeah, we're obviously throwing hands because it's striking. If it's jujitsu, it's it's more drilling, drilling and learning, learning the techniques and then applying them. But you're geared them. up with the striking days, right? Like yeah. headgear, everything. Um, no headgear for the most part. Like if it's when we first started, like when I first started, no, nah, it was it was never headgear because headgear. A lot of people don't know this, but headgear, like, causes people to get hit harder, which causes more damage. So, because people think you're protected by wearing headgear. You're really not. Because it's going to snap your head back even harder. Mm. Yeah. So, you're... uh, But you're wearing, you're wearing, you're wearing bigger gloves. You're not wearing the four-ounce gloves when you're sparring. Oh, no, because that, that... Yeah, see, that's, I'm thinking there's a lot of knockouts if you do it this way. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking that there's a lot of getting... It's it's bigger gloves and it's shin guards, which is kick pads to okay. protect your legs from getting banged up. But yeah, so that's the only thing we're not... We're using mouthpieces, so... And really, all you do is, with your mouthpiece, you just bite down and it. 
it protects you just as well as headgear would. But um, so first starting out, we started in the wrestling gym, and then I ended up running into a buddy of mine that was trying to start it, start his own MMA thing. So I was like, yo, let's link up, let's get together. That didn't end up working out. Like we trained for a while, we started getting we started getting more and more exposure and more and more knowledge to it, which actually led to me meeting one of my best friends now, Jason Jenkins, shout out to him. He's gonna hear this because I'm gonna make him listen to it. Make them all listen to it. But anyway, Jason, man, Jason was the first actual coach that I had, even though he was still a fighter himself. And he was actually the first person that when I got into MMA, other than the people that I was already working with, that didn't dismiss me right off the bat. I'm sure that happened a lot, though, didn't it? Man, it happened a lot, and it still happens. Still happens now. Why do you think it's just because of your handicap that they dismiss you like right off the bat, or they just don't want to put in the time and effort? Not necessarily so much with with coaches, but yeah, with a lot of coaches, that's what it was. That that's actually, I don't really want to get into this too much, but that's actually why I stopped training where I was. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, no, no resentment to them or anything, you know. I wish I, I could see how you would, how it could come off as a burden. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, and I from knowing you, you don't want to come off as a burden. Yeah, exactly. And I hate. I I feel you like you probably that. don't want to be treated any differently. No. Or to see any kind of hesitancy with on their part. Yeah. That that is where I, it was a question I wanted to ask a while ago, and hopefully you can clarify this for me. When you were wrestling in high school, you, you said you went zero and thirty three. Yeah. You're not wrestling people uh, with handicaps. You're wrestling your your weight class, right? Yep. So, I, dude, that's just, it's so damn cool. Like, I, even now, I could see why they would take a second look at you and be like, I, I don't want to do this. But I feel like the second you get in the gym, you make everybody better. I love, as a whole. I love watching people's face change when they realize what I'm up I've watched YouTube of. stuff. I've watched you wrestle. You, you ain't, you, you're a tough little guy. Yeah, it's like, I love watching people's face change when they realize, like, because I like, don't want you to hit me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like when we're doing jujitsu, like it's so funny because I'll grab somebody and then I'm like, oh, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Like, and I tell, and I tell them all the time. I kind of break the ice with this. I go, man, I'm all arms and arms and heart. That's all I am is arms and heart. So like, I'm good with that. Like the strength is my is my is my go-to like a lot of the strength moves i can do like you said you're 135 i i wrestled 135 right now i'm 150 oh. i'll be fighting at whenever i fight again it'll probably be 145 145 yeah your arms are i'm 220 and your arms are bigger than mine <laughs> like, you, you got some arms on you guy everybody says that and i don't believe it no i'm telling you your arms are bigger than mine <laughs> like like every like I had a coach that always, like, every time I see him, he's like, man, you're so much bigger than me. I'm like, dude, we're the same weight. He's like, no, we're not. You're bigger dude, than you're, me. You're built like a tank. You, you had it right. You're stout. <laughs> what do you see for yourself in the future? Like you said, your next fight. 
You, when was your your previous fight before this? Um, my la my first actual MMA fight was actually five years ago. How many have you done? That one. That one. Yeah, and I've done several jujitsu grappling matches and stuff okay. like that. That's, and those those are always fun. But the goal is to be is to do MMA, like that's the ultimate goal. So what I'm trying to do with the YouTube show is I'm trying to pull, I'm trying to get more attention out there for not only myself, but other adaptive combat athletes. Cause is, it, is that what it's called? Adaptive combat athletes? Yeah. Well, yeah. Adaptive is a, is the PC term for people with disabilities. Okay. So like, but yeah, um, that's, that's what I'm trying to do is open up the door for more because I think what it I don't know what it is with promotions that they don't feel comfortable, comfortable putting a, putting us on and I've I've heard I've had people say to me like they're making a mockery of the sport like okay bitch you get in here and do it then no I, I don't think you're like, making a mockery like, of it at all I think that you're actually inspiring the shit out of people mm -hmm. I, w I would hope so and see that's the way I think too see that, that that's what it is like with the YouTube show. I want to put the word out there for us and show the capabilities. I want to be able to show it so they can actually see it and say, okay, we have faith that they're not going to get hurt. Like the first major promotion that I got put on was on South Georgia Fighting Championship, and we did a I did a grappling match with a guy named Daniel Nasca who also has CP, and you would you would have thought that grappling match was the big main event fight because I, mean, I would have rather saw it because I mean yeah. everybody there was like so hyped for it and um like they they treated us like fighters well and, it, uh, it's because you are you can't right. define a, a warrior soul right, right. You, you, mm -hmm. you, you might have a you might have a disability that don't mean you're any less of a warrior than the next person I wish that I could find the um I have the video on my Facebook of that walkout for that fight I've seen it I actually uh I can't remember what it was, but it was when we were doing the shirts. I went back and creeped your Facebook a not, bit. Not, not this one. I know, this it, one. it was before. Like yeah. I, I seen the walkout yeah. that you had on your Facebook because I creeped. That was, I, I, I was looking at your, your previous stuff right, before right. we had done the shirts and everything. Right, right. Yeah. That was back in 2015. Yeah. So. It, it, it was older, whatever yeah, I saw. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So for that, I have that walkout on my Facebook if y'all ever get a chance to look at it. But man. The energy in that building is that what? that experience like that's exactly what it felt like for football that's exactly what it felt like for wrestling and I was like yep this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life but the thing back to what I was talking about sorry I went on the tangent. No, you're good but this I, is a podcast you can ramble all the hell you want to. But <laughs> the thing with the, the thing with the YouTube show is for, I'm, I'm trying to get more eyes on us so that they don't have to you know be fearful of us get i think what it is is they're scared of us getting hurt well all that, that that's yeah i could see that i mean i honestly can't because you have to look from both perspectives and i do but that's that's i mean this with all due respect yeah if you're gonna go out go out the way you want to if you're gonna get injured let them sign a waiver yeah yep. and right. you yep. know what if this is the way that if they end up hurting themselves then you know they know the risk. They're right. they ain't no different than a rodeo. Yep, yeah. exactly. It, it's no different than a rodeo. You're getting yeah. on a, a bull, and you there's Trying probably, to hold on there's probably more risk of that bull killing that that 
that cowboy, mm-hmm. then you getting severely more injured competing. Yeah, like the way I see it is like, what's he gonna do? Break, what's the worst he gonna do? Break my arm? Cool. You gonna put me to sleep? Cool. Fine. Whatever. I've been put to sleep in the gym. That's no big deal. I haven't broken an arm before, but I mean it'll heal. <laughs> like, man, see, you're the thing, tough. You're a deer. <laughs> fucking tough. The thing, the how I got on that South Georgia Fighting Championship show was I messaged the the matchmaker because one of my one of my best friends and close teammates TJ was fighting on that card, and I'm like, dude, what? How cool would it be for us to fight together? He's like, yeah, it'd be cool. Knowing that they wasn't gonna let me get a fight because I haven't the commission in Georgia, the athletic commission hasn't cleared me. Knowing that they wasn't gonna give me a fight, I was like, fuck it, I'll do a grappling match. So Okay, so question about that, the commission. Did they just not clear you or do they not clear majority of people that have disabilities? It was just me because actually at the time, I think I was the only one the only one with a disability in Georgia that was trying to compete I, I just yeah. I really yeah, I was trying to compete I understand their point of view but still man it, it's your life yeah. you, know, you know what you're getting into right yeah okay you're I'll, more I'll, of an inspiration even if you lose right but see that's not my I, I don't want you to lose I want you to go and kick ass right. like, don't, don't get me wrong yeah. but still I mean it's you ought to be able to make that decision yeah exactly Actually, I'll go back to how I got on that South Georgia card, but the commission hadn't cleared me, so knowing that, I was like, screw it, I'll do a grappling match. And um, so the guy, Daniel, he reached out to me, he was like, dude, because I told him what I was trying to do, because at the time, he trained in Warner Robins, and I was training in Eastman at the time, so I'm like, yo, and like I said, he has CP too, so I'm like, dude, what if we fought together? And he was like, yeah, man, I'd, I'd do that. He's like, tell them if you need, a, need an opponent, you got a guy. So I was like, okay, cool. So I reached out to the to the matchmaker, and I'm like, hey, do you think I'm, I'm Matthew Burton, you know, I'm such and such, I have CP, blah, blah, blah. And before he even messaged me back, I was like, look, I know what I'm asking. I'm making the same conscious decision that everybody else that's getting in that cage that night is making. So get, can you please just give us this opportunity to just let us showcase what we can do? And lo and behold, they messaged me back and put me on. Is there an organization for people with handicaps that, that do MMA? Is like how they have the UFC and all that stuff. Is there a promotion or something that just deals with that? No. And see, that's... Oh, we, we're starting one. No, you did, I'm, that, I'm telling you, like, I, I, li- I literally... Uh, that seems like it would be an absolutely great thing, not for just you, but there's probably kids out there that exactly. you, know, you, you got to have dreams, man. Like, right, he, right. He, I, I admire the shit out of you for so many. <laughs> there's a lot of things I didn't know that you enlightened me on, uh, but I think we should look into that because I think it would be a great a great tool to help children with disabilities. That's, right? there's definitely, that's actually my retirement project. Yeah. No, Oh, you ain't you ain't gonna get a chance to that. Definitely, we, we, we're starting it before that because it's what it's done to you. As I, I don't know, we'll do like Josh. How do you see him with all the things that he's gone through? Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely a drive. It gets you motivated when you see someone. You know, like like I said with the wrestling, 
you know, with someone with a bigger weight to carry, and they're pushing themselves through it. And you know, it's and like you were saying before, it's an inspiration for people with younger people with disabilities trying to figure out what they can do, figuring out where their limits are. Um, and I know just from looking at on the internet, seeing videos or clips of people of uh, people with disabilities doing like deadlifts and different types of exercises, and then seeing all the likes and the comments and the positivity behind that, and that's what. You know, that's what that's what we need. That's what we need. We need, we need more. Absolutely, of that. absolutely. That, that, I agree. that yeah. I, agree. I mean, you. It, it shouldn't. I am a person who believes that even when you get dealt shit cards in life, mm-hmm. you still have the choice. You can either let those cards define you the rest of your life, right, or you can right. define those cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think because you have a disability, I don't think that your disability defines you. I think you define it. Yeah, I and agree. I, I I think that you've you know. You've kicked its ass. In, in a in a figurative standpoint, right. I know you still have to deal with certain things, but you've done stuff that able-bodied people can't do that they wuss out on or scared to do. Are scared to do. Hey, I'm I'm not putting myself in a ring. I thought at one point in time I'd like to try, and then uh, one of my buddies, Cobb uh, Lee. Yeah, I remember when you uh, came. You and him came into the. All right, so Cobb has stuck with it. Yep. Okay. Cobb's a great dude, by the way. I, love I absolutely Cobb. love him. I thought back then, I was like, you know what? If I ever could get in here, I've been in some street fights and other stuff that I ain't proud of. And I was like, oh, I'll kick somebody's ass. <laughs> I have a buddy that does it and does it all the time. He's from Statesboro. And we were playing around one day. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, his, name's, uh, his name's Dylan. Oh. Um. He probably doesn't want to be talked about on the podcast, but I'm going to tell a story. Uh, we was playing around one day. He's much smaller than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 5'10", 220. He is probably 5'6", 170, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's playing around, and I was like, dude, you are – I kept calling him a softy. Like, I, I think I kept saying he's softer than a wet cupcake. <laughs> and I was like, you ain't got no aggression to you or whatever. I said, whatever you put me in – I can get out of and I'll slam you. Like, it playful. Like, we was mm-hmm. playing. He beat my ass so fast. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Like, he put me in a hold or whatever. And I'll be real with you. I know why people tap out now. Yep. Because yep. it yep. was, I knew within a five second period, I was going to sleep if I didn't tell him yep. to stop. Right, yep. right. And I, I knew, I made the decision right then. I was never doing this. Like, I watch it, I'll support my friends. <laughs> But it ain't for me. Yeah, if, if I'm gonna get in a fight, it's gonna be because I had to absolutely to. defend defend myself right, right. outside see, of that. But Matthew, you and see, I'm the I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, bring it, let's go. Well, I, I want that. I did a podcast with Cobb last week, and we was talking about weight loss. Mm-hmm. I, I have yet to listen. to It's it, good. It's very good. But he said something in there to me that has stuck with me all week, and it came from the MMA stuff. And it is the lack of confidence that he used to have compared to the confidence he has now. Yep. And he doesn't even base it to his weight loss. He bases it to MMA. Right. He, he bases it off of going into that gym, having that that belief in himself now to where Cobb was a soft, soft individual. I've been punched in the eye at a bar, and he cried because uh, he didn't fight the guy. Like this is back. Me and Cobb used to be like over three hundred pounds. Right. Wow. Cobb was not a fighter. Right. And I know now that if that Cobb goes out with me, and I ever get punched in the eye, 
Cobb's got yeah, he's, he's a, He can be. He, he's built that confidence up yeah. in him. I'm, he's going to tag in. Yeah, he's going to tag in. I am the same way. I am I am the on-go person in our group. In our friend group, if anything ever goes down, I'm the first person to like, let's go. Screw it. Let's go. We went out. Where was it? Oh. I don't remember the name of the place. I don't either. We went out with one of our buddies. A fight breaks out. We were on the other side of the bar. I go, yo! I look at him and I go, yo! Where is he at? And I start running <laughs> over there and I'm like, yo, where is he? Like, and luckily he found us before he got into it. But like, I was I was already ready to go. Like, like I'm I'm the type of person like, okay, this is this is what I'm this is what I'm dealt with. So this is how I know how to handle it. So I'm not gonna be afraid to handle any situation that comes at me. Well, you've conquered more shit already in your life. You shouldn't be scared of anything. Right. It, 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 I would imagine from your standpoint, <laughs> with you being told at a very young age you wouldn't walk, uh, well, you've probably been told no, yep. and that you can't so yep. many times, and you've conquered I, it. And it's where now, I, I can love imagine. I can see that, but also too, um, I like to use the phrase all the time, if you didn't lose every once in a while, you wouldn't know how good winning feels. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. And I feel like with you, you've lost a lot, but I feel like you've won way more. And it's battles that you probably don't even realize that you've won. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's cool. That's the the thing is, that, like, I, I see a lot of the battles that I have won, and I'm like, there's always more to do. Like, there's always, like, the whole promotion thing. Like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be able, and the reason I want to do that is because I want to be able to help the next generation. Like, I want to be able, I want, like I said, I want to do it for myself because I want to be able to compete. But I also want to be able to say, okay, look, here's your platform for you to fight. You don't have to struggle like I did to talk to these promoters and these commissions and stuff to get cleared because you're already cleared because here's the door. You, you and, then I, and then I can sit there, I can sit there and be, run the I can run the promotion as the president and just be like cool I'm glad now I can I can lay back well I, I, I think I think it's definitely a nonprofit I think without a doubt it's definitely a nonprofit right. I think given a year's time and the right business plan behind it which I'm I'm telling y'all I'm in on it like I think I think it is an extremely good idea appreciate it and I think we all sit down together we've got some people that you know I think would absolutely love this idea um, I, I think that there is I was going to do a podcast the other day on bullying and one reason I wanted to do it on bullying is because I feel like there's a certain group of kids that are picked on that are uh, deal with some things like Matthew's dealt with mm -hmm. and they need an outlet and I feel like this right here is an outlet so you, you could do it for people with disabilities, but I think you also open your doors up to the the nerdy kids, yeah. the kids that's been picked on, the yeah. kids that, you know, for sure that that need something a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it's a great idea. I think it would be an, an exceptional thing to do. Uh, I think you got a good, good heart behind you, Matthew, and, uh, I that. and everything. I, I, th I think you're going in the right direction with all the stuff. I think you need some folks to help you, but we all do. We, yeah, I, I probably, we all do. Every yeah. one of us need, I wouldn't be sitting here without people to help me get right. it. Right, right. Um, but, uh, I, I'm going to tell you, um, 
Y'all are gonna have to come back and do another one. An, so, an hour, an hour wasn't long enough. For, for sure, uh, for I would, sure. I would love to have y'all come back. I had a lot of fun too. Um, I know we're we're gonna do definitely more. Uh, you got a good story, and tell you, what, you you keep your mind on helping others and and doing this yourself. Uh, you got something big. Oh, you, you you got you got. And th- there's, you are an inspiration. I don't, I'm not even gonna call you a fighter. You're a warrior. Appreciate that. That's what you are. Regardless, you you might have gone 0 and 33 or whatever it is, but you are responsible. Let me think about it. Put it into context. You are responsible for every win for every other wrestler while you were at Dodge County. Yeah. You're responsible for every win that's ever happened at Dodge County. Right. You know, that's, that's a legacy. Right. I don't have a legacy. I was good at sports. I don't have a legacy at that school. Right. Think about all the kids that you know that was stellar athletes at that school. Right. How many of them's got their name up in that gym? Right, right. You do? Yep, yep. Man, you should be proud of that. I am, man. I am. Like, like I say, it's like I can't help but just, like, smile and be like, dude, <laughs> like, this is where I, I – I did this and like like I say I can't even say that that I did it I had I mean I did but without coach Greer because put it this way all right I told coach Greer I wanted a wrestling team coach Greer made a whole program from middle school all the way through high school and when I said wrestling team I was thinking high school only he built the foundation for the the rest of he built the foundation for the future. So, yeah, I laid the first brick, but he built the whole damn house. Man, but like, you, you, yeah, but you realize, though, that even if you want to use your house metaphor, if you don't lay that foundation, the house don't stand. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, dude, you, I, 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 am, I admire the shit out of you. Appreciate that. Man. I know I've said it over and over again, because you, you need to hear it. Like, you are a walking inspiration your story is going to push some kid. You know, I got whenever I started Bearded Bastard a couple years ago, I ended up having to do an interview uh, for this magazine or whatever it was. And I had somebody ask me, it's like, what do you want out of this? What do you want? And I, the first response was, of course, money. And I, that's, <laughs> but it, it hit me that a lot of the stuff that I was doing, a lot of stuff I was talking about with depression and other things and weight loss and all that stuff. Right, right. I had it in my head and it just came out of my mouth without me thinking it at the time. But I was like, if I can help one person, yep, yep. one person, because that's what it is. It's a, I believe everything's a wildfire effect. You coming in here today puts a fire under my ass to where I want to learn more about this stuff right, right, right. because I think that it is a great way to help kids. Uh, man, man I, for I, me, it's the it's the best outlet. Like. Anybody ever ask me, like, what do you think about putting my kid in jujitsu or MMA? Do it. Do like, it. Like, I can't wait till I have kids because they're coming on that. I don't care. Like, well, it's got to be one of these sports that's so humbling, but at the same time, it oh, also yeah. boosts your ego, oh, your yeah. confidence. Yeah. Most it's, definitely. It's got to be everything. Yeah. Most definitely. When I was uh, when I was younger, I wanted to do uh, karate. I know Eastman had karate uh, a karate class uh, available. Uh, I, just, I think I just missed all the windows for it, but 
going into wrestling, you know, that got me, you know, motivated to be more be more active and more outgoing. It definitely gave me some boosted my self confidence a lot. Uh, and it definitely gets, you know, kids to learn to respect each other, to learn to be confident in their abilities to defend themselves and to just to, you know, not to just to keep, you know, ki- and, and keep kids from feeling like they're, you know, alone in the totem pole. Yeah. It boosts. Yeah, see, that, that, boosts that, that, I think that's what I'm getting to with this. More yeah, yeah. more than them learning a, uh, I don't even know if you call it a skill. What would you call it? Like a, learning a, a hobby yeah. instead of gaining yeah. a hobby. Instead of gaining a hobby. I don't think it's the hobby that's important. I think it's the the, the underlying thing yeah. with jujitsu because uh, that, that's one of the things I love with kids. My daughter's in the sports, mm-hmm. and I'm glad she is. But I really don't care how good she is. And yeah. some of the dads out there, you see how they act and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. I don't want. I don't care if my daughter's good. I want her to learn teamwork. I want her to learn how to lose the right way. Mm-hmm. I want her to learn how to win the right way. Yeah. Sports builds something. Builds kids. Yeah, it, it builds character. It makes. Yeah. And then it sets up relationships yeah. for the rest of your life yeah. with people. Yeah. But for would you good friends? And yeah. uh man, you got a good story to tell. I hate that, you know, we we I, I usually keep these I wanna keep going. I'm gonna go a few more minutes. This is gonna be the longest <laughs> one I've done. It's cool. It, it's, yeah, this is gonna be the longest one I've done. I don't care. Cool. Um, I'm with it, man. I can tell I, I want you to tell I want you to tell people what your next goal is. One let's put it this way. If the promotion started tomorrow and Matthew Burton gets the fight, what is your goals moving forward? Are you sure you want me to lay this out right now? No, 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 I do because I, I, I already know the answer. Okay. But I, 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 I think I know the answer, but I want to hear. Because I wanna... it, is, it is a very elaborate process because I already know how I have to do it to make it legit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if the promotion was to start tomorrow, Obviously, I can't be matchmaker because I'm going to be a part of it. So what we do is we find all the adaptive athletes that we can that want to do MMA specifically and find the weight classes, put all the weight classes, to not all the weight classes together, but figure out who's in what weight class. Once we organize the weight classes, then you say, all right, <clears throat> Matt Burton fights at 145. Who else fights at 45? You take everybody that fights in 45, you do a tournament there. Whoever wins the tournament is the champion. You do a tournament at 155. Whoever's there at 155 is the champion there. And then after that, like, and then you build the brackets, the rest of the, you build the rest of the divisions around the winner of the tournament. Because here's the thing about, about a lot of adaptive combat athletes we don't have a lot of opportunities so a lot of the guys that are that are one and oh two and oh whatever how many adaptive athletes do you know that compete or want to compete let's say want to compete let's see uh there's including the guy in england just me that I know personally. No, no, that, just ha- that, that, that you, know, I know I, you don't have to know them personally. Okay. Is there twenty in the world? Is there a hundred in the world? I would say there's at there's at least there's at least fifty. At okay. least. I don't know them all. I only I I only know Well the reason you probably don't know them all is because they're, they're not, not they're not pushing pu- it. Right, right. Yeah, that's the, that's a, the other thing too, is yeah. it's it's hard for us to want to push because no we feel like 
Oh, if you don't have an organization in front of you, there's no reason for you to yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I, as far as I know, as far as I've seen, I feel like I'm bragging on myself here, but I feel like I'm the most vocal of them all that I know. And I know, like, I know at least seven of them. That's because you're passionate. Yeah. Like, because I, I want to see it grow, and I want to make actually make something out of it. I don't want to win one title off one fight and just be like, oh, I'm done. I won this belt. For this, for this no-name organization that they just threw out there, and I hate to sound like that, but no, that's no, what no. that's what happens. That's what happens a lot is well, is they you, throw well, titles well, out there. What you're what you're saying is you don't want to be a gimmick. Yeah, exactly. That, that's I want to earn it. Yeah, exactly, and that's you don't want to you don't want to be a sideshow. You want to get out there and you want to fight. You want to be treated like everybody else. Right, right. And see the other the. What I was saying about the promotion, I don't want it to just be for just MMA. I want it to be for all combat sports. So you get you get adaptive MMA fighters, and then you get adaptive jiu-jitsu people, then you get adaptive wheelchair boxers. You get wheelchair boxers to do something. You put them all on the same card so that everybody... I, I just can't believe this isn't already a thing. Wheelchair boxing is actually growing okay. big. It's, it's... Actually, I think there's a couple of... Uh, WC, WBC sanctioned wheelchair boxing organizations. Well, well there should be. I mean, there's. Yes. You're, there you're, no, you're no different than me. Right, right. You're, exactly. you're no different than me. You're no different than any other athlete. You've earned every blood, sweat, and tear that you've got right. up to this point. Right. You have worked your ass off. Right. Uh, you're no different. Right. And you, you should be treated. And see, that's the main thing I'm trying to get is like, we're no different than the other athletes that are out there. Like, we just want to be, we just want equal opportunity to compete, like, and be showcased. Like, we have the ability, we just have to do it differently. And I think, I think with stuff that we have going on here in the future, I think that you are perfect. perfect. I, th I think, and I, I'll be real with you, because I'm a very, I'm a realist. I don't think it's you being a fighter is why you're going to be big. I think it's because of your passion and your drive and your no give up. Yeah, I sure. want to see you knock some folks out and I want to see you compete. But I think your story is such a motivating right. factor mm -hmm. to help others. Right. And I mean, you, you think about it, you, you growing up, it probably wasn't the easiest. I mean, we, we talked about it some. For, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. So you could help some kids, dude. I, you, I, you could really make a difference in in somebody's life and the fighting if that all works out i think i think you would be extremely good in it right, right. but i think that you have the potential with your story and everything to be something that you're a household name right. you let the right person hear about you right see that's what I'm, I'm trying to build to that like i want i want to build let's start writing a screenplay right now <laughs> we're writing the matthew burton story right, right. and we'll all be rich only thing is the rock would have to lose weight because he <laughs> oh my God. i'm not there ain't no way i'm getting that big and he, he's, okay. gonna, he's gonna have to get smaller than me no. smaller to get to me Dwayne would probably do it if he heard your story that, that's all it's going to take. I'm telling you, and it, it probably won't be because of me uh, with this podcast, but it'll be because of something that we do together. Hopefully, right, right. but that's why I want to do the YouTube gonna, show. There's really. gonna be somebody that hears your story, and you, your life's going to change. Yeah, it, it's getting there. Like I actually have one sponsor that's pretty pretty out there, especially within the military. I don't know if you've heard of Enlisted Nine. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. 
at shout out to Colton Smith, one of the guys that runs it there. They actually sponsor me. They um they send me gear and stuff all the time. I love them to death. I really appreciate them. Again, Make sure you tag them in this. Again, again, shout out to Coach Beer because I know I met them through him because he was actually I think they were in the military around the same time together. So and you know Colton Smith uh, won the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, I, yeah. I see. I'm not. I like MMA, but I'm probably like the average yeah. everyday right, right, watcher right. of it. I don't. I don't know. Casual. Yeah, I'm just a playing. casual viewer. I'm just yeah. playing, man. But yeah, Colton Smith won the Ultimate Fighter, and so one of his buddies knew Coach Greer. So Coach Greer reached out to him. So then Colton reached out to me, and I'm like, bro, this is Colton Smith. This is Colton Smith from the Ultimate Fighter. Like, this is dope. And he's like. So we had a phone conversation. He's like, man, you're, he's like, you're everything we want in an athlete to, to sponsor. So like, I, so like now I'm like, yes. Well, there's, there's, <laughs> there's from a marketing standpoint, dude, there's no lose with you. Thank you. There's not a loss with you because of the, and it, like I said, you go out and lose every fight. It's because of your heart. It's because of the things you say. It's because right, how right. you view the world. Right. You're an inspiration. Like, there's no, if we if we did athletes here, if we if we sponsored athletes, and we're going to in the future where it's not right now, mm -hmm. you, you're I would rather sponsor you than LeBron James. Right, right. Like, yeah, I'll never get to sponsor Bron Bron. Right, <laughs> neither will I. But but, but you you. You're a warrior. I keep going back to that word, but that word means so much to me. It means on so it means many so different much levels. To too, like, because there's there's something about having a warrior spirit. Yeah, yeah. And you might be the littlest guy in the room, or you might be the biggest guy in the room. A warrior spirit is what that's is just. I, there's something special about that. And you you're covered in it. Yeah, like, like you are coated in it. Sir. Like like I say, that's 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 my family mentality, man. When um, I was. I was six, six or seven, and I asked my dad about it. I don't even remember what it was. I asked him about something. I asked him about being able to do something. I think it was, I think we were watching a basketball game, and I asked him about basketball or something. Like, you think I could play basketball, or you think I could do something, whatever it was. He looks at me in the face and goes, Matthew, you can do whatever you want to, but you're going to have to work really hard, and nobody's going to feel sorry for you. And that wasn't him being an asshole. That, but, was, but, but, that was him being as real as he could to let me know off the rip because he was always 100% real with me, him and my mom both. I think that's were, the best way you could have been raised. Right, yeah. right. I, th I think that because uh, I, I talk about it all the time. I believe when we have trauma in our life, and even though yours was a, a long period of traumatic right. events or and whatever. It still goes on. <laughs> so with trauma, it's either where you you either write the narrative or the narrative writes you yeah. mm -hmm. and a lot of people when they have something like that happen the rest of their life they cower yeah the rest of their life they're weak yep trauma will either make you weak or you can own it and you be like look this is me yep. like this happened mm -hmm. i it's shit yep but it's going to make me better right. and you've chose instead of just letting your disability just have hold of you You've conquered it. In, in a way, you've conquered it. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, and a lot of that is again, it's my family, but it's also the people I've built myself around. One of my best friends in the whole world, 
Rest his soul, Derek Taylor, man. It was oh, boy. Oh, good yeah. God, you're trying to make me cry. Dude, he... Oof. Me and him, in eighth grade, we were really, really close, right? So, and I'm talking about Little D now. Yeah, when I, it hit me when you said that. So, I, I never had the chance to know Little D, but his daddy, I was... Yeah. I loved his daddy. Me, me and him got close, too, after that. But in eighth grade, we were sitting at the lunch table one day, and... um. I had just got back from one of my many, many doctor's appointments. And I, for some reason, had it in my head that, like, I could get rid of my CP. Like, not, like, not, like, have it and beat it, but, like, I could get rid of it completely because I didn't understand what it was. So, like, I was telling the doctor, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to beat this, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he didn't, like, he didn't, like, shut me down and be like, you're never, like, he, he didn't say you're never going to do anything. He's like, what he said was... It's yours. You have to own it. Yeah. And like, from do you and think you're like, a better person because of it? Yeah, but here's what I was getting to with that. He um, when the doctor told me that, like, I was kind of down because I thought I could get rid of it completely, you know. And like, I was really, really upset. So I go to school the next day, and I'm sitting at the lunch table. You've heard me talk for what over an hour now. Yeah. I wasn't saying much at all. Was sulking. Derek sitting across from me. He goes. Yo, what's wrong with you? I said, man, this doctor told me I'm going to have to hold this forever. You know, He said, I can't get rid of it. He goes, bro, don't worry about it. You're just going to do whatever you want to anyway. Don't worry about that. Yeah, and I'm I, like, hold, you're right. And like, it clicked. Because see, at this point, my dad had passed. So like, I was kind of just, you know, down. Because yeah. like, normally my dad would have been the one I go to for that. But Derek saying that one phrase to me clicked in my head well that, that right here is what i was getting to a while ago is one thing that you do in life could change somebody else's life uh you you put in your story there's somebody i'll guarantee you there's somebody that is listening to you right now that is down on themselves and they're gonna hear your story and one they're gonna want more Right. They're gonna definitely I, want more. I hope so. Man, I know, cause I, I I'm telling you, because you're coming back on here. Both of y'all are. Um, you're gonna be a regular here. I kind of cut Josh off a lot. I didn't mean it. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's fine. <laughs> you, you know, you you stole this show, and you should have. Um, you are, like I said, I keep going back to work. Inspiration. I don't think you realize yet what you are. I can see it. It's I, like I'm. I, it's like a crystal ball. I'm looking at right now. I you, appreciate you, that. You man. got it, dude. You you've got there are people that need to hear your story because like I said, you're a warrior. Right. And they need that. They need that warrior spirit. Especially, you, especially after this year. We need we need some positive. Oh my god, do we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Man. man this well, year is, man. well fellas, uh I hope y'all come back. I hope we can get you back in here in the next couple of weeks Absolutely. to tell yeah, more yeah, about it. Sure, sure. This is definitely gonna be labeled part one for with sure. y'all. I'm definitely gonna have y'all back for and sure. Matthew. Uh, go ahead and drop your social media stuff again before we get off here. Cool, cool. Facebook, Matthew Burton. Instagram, Super Saiyan Soldier. Um, S-U-P-A-S-A-I-Y-A-N Soldier. And then the YouTube show page is Saiyan Soldier Project, which is S-A-I-Y-A-N Soldier Project. Check it out. Oh, I also have a Twitter too, but I don't really get on it. I think it's at Maddie Manbees with two T's and a Y. So there's that. But yeah, check me out. Follow me. We got some big stuff coming up for the show itself. And I hope y'all enjoy it.
Uh, Josh, you can go ahead and drop yours again because I feel like you're going to end up being his manager. <laughs> so they need, need, um, need, need to know how to get in touch with you. He's oh, already sure. got like 12 jobs underneath. Uh, definitely the producing and kind of editing stuff, the technical stuff is it's fun. It's it's a it's a I like I like the creative process in it. I did tell you that's one of my favorite parts about all this. Oh yeah, yeah. Except for editing, editing is a bitch. I hate it. It's 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 a ch- it's challenging, but it's a good kind of challenge. Because because when it's finished, remember how we felt when we first saw like, yes. the, like the, the like one of the final cuts. It's like yeah. it's yeah. it's the angels are singing in the background. Yeah. But you can find me on Instagram, uh, Alan Davies D A V I E S uh, fifty five. Uh, that's Instagram. Uh, look up Joshua Davies on Facebook and uh, check out my website, uh, nerdvariety.com. Yeah, I was going to cool. say, check out his podcast, the Nerd Variety Podcast. Yeah. Now, well, actually, you can push your podcast on here. I don't care. Oh, yeah. We just, me and a couple friends from Atlanta, we just talk about TV shows, movies, video games, oh, just, okay. just all the nerdy, geeky stuff. I see. I'm a nerd. I'm an undercover nerd. People yeah. just don't know it. Like, oh. I, I, I'm a nerd. And that's the thing. Everybody is. And it's just, oh, yeah. They just say they don't want to admit it. Yeah. I, I don't like that stuff. That stuff's, that stuff's weird. Bro, you but that sounds thing. like a damn good jumping off point, too, for the next podcast. Yeah. We, yeah. Can get, we yeah. can get nerdy. Yeah. I'm not doing the Dragon Ball Z shit. Oh, come on. I'm going to I can't do the Dragon Ball Z stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is not for It's me. okay. It's okay. I still love you anyway. Well, I love y'all too. Well, folks, y'all make sure y'all look out for the next episode with these two young men. And thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. Brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. I'll see y'all next time. Peace.